Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Jenks, I know you're not in on the in-season tournament, so I want to ask you a question because I think you're going to give a pretty funny answer. Where do you put an in-season tournament championship on the resume for LeBron James? Like, when they're talking about LeBron James' case for the Hall of Fame, do they look right. at his resume and say, oh, in-season tournament champion 2023? Whoo! Hard to argue against that. LeBron James, welcome to the Hall of Fame. I would leave it off my resume. I think it makes his resume <laughs> worse. Who cares? Like, if I'm giving my resume... And I'm like, guys, in 1998, who had second place, Idaho Press Club, best sports story. Woohoo, me. Huh? Don't I know? Don't I deserve to be on the radio, a national radio show, because I got second place from the Idaho Press Club? No, who cares? Nobody cares. It's This has not moved the betting market. I haven't heard. Let me ask you this, Chelsea. Outside of this show, because this is our job. And I know if you're a hardcore NBA fan, it's been exciting. And the Pacers had a good run. And Tyrese Halliburton has made himself a superstar, which would happen during the regular season anyway. Let me ask you this. How many people have you run into who have casually, my voice, I'm going through puberty now, 50, <laughs> casually, <laughs> Who has have you heard anyone? I've heard people casually talking about whether Florida State or Alabama belonged in the national championship final four. I've heard people casually talking about the NBA season or Tyrese Halliburton or who might win it all. I've heard people casually talking about the NFL. I haven't heard a single person, a single person say anything about the IST. The IST sounds like something you should take before graduate school. I hate that abbreviation. I Have you heard anyone, honestly, not Jake. Jake doesn't count. Your family doesn't count. This show doesn't count. I'm saying outside of this show, I mean, this is our jobs, right? And you guys are massive sports fans. Outside of that, have you heard anyone talk about this? Well, I feel like I'm not a good person to ask because listen to the crowd that I'm normally around. I was at the playground the other day and I made a joke about Patrick Mahomes and the other mom said to me, is that that baseball player? So probably not the crowd that's going to be watching the in-season tournament. So that's a big resounding no. 
No, the other moms in Hendersonville, Tennessee, are not all a buzz about the in-season tournament. A buzz. I think the only <laughs> people who are like super into this are people who are, you know, the hardcore basketball fans. But like, if yes. you're a hardcore basketball fan, these are probably the only people paying attention to the NBA this time of year anyway. Like, do you think casual fans of sports are paying attention to regular season NBA games? Because I'll say this, I don't really love regular season NBA games. Mm -hmm. feels like nobody cares to be there. You never know who's playing. And unless it's the Christmas Day games, they just don't seem to mean that much. So I will say it moved up a single peg, you know, a single peg in the pecking order for me. The end season tournaments are a touch more exciting. Like, is it the NBA finals? Hell no, not even close. But Mm -hmm. it is something. So I appreciate the NBA's effort. But as far as like the the wider angle here in casual mm-hmm. fans, like I don't think anybody cared. Yeah, I just don't think they do. I, I honestly, I find it more fascinating to see how they're going to decorate a court or lay a court out with the different colors or look at the different uniforms. I'm a big uniform guy, and I find it interesting. But it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. And I understand. Look, it means less. Er- the opposite of the SEC. <laughs> <laughs> it means less. They should just go with that. <laughs> Every player on the Lakers roster got a half milli. Good for you guys. I'm glad you got paid. It means less. But it doesn't it it doesn't change anything. It doesn't change because here's the thing. At the end of the year, if you don't win a title, do you think LeBron's going to look back as competitive as he is, as great as he is? And he's going to say, at least we won the NBA Cup. Hell no. I think LeBron himself would tell you that. He would say, it's great to win a tournament. I'm glad for these guys. We want to win any sort of competition. Of course, we want to step it up. That's what competitors do. But is this going to be a better season for him? Because they won some sort of meaningless tournament in Las Vegas in December. When the real chip is the NBA title, that's what matters. And so I feel like that deep down, even the superstar players themselves would admit that. It's 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 kitschy. It's fine. And honestly, here's what I would say. Ask even NBA fans. Pretty, pretty reputable or people who follow the NBA on a regular basis. Tell me how this tournament works. And I bet they couldn't do it. I, I don't think the I players do it. don't know. Honestly, that's what I'm saying. And so... I, I you mentioned this. I want to give you full credit here. When you were talking about maybe an NBA bracket and where it's single elimination and you could follow it like March Madness, then I I then it would be a little bit different and maybe easier to follow and might make a little more sense and might be a little more fun. But it's too convoluted right now. It's more soccer-ish where they have groups. And then they go from a group stage to this knockout round, which is fine for soccer, but soccer isn't basketball. So you're not going to convert suddenly guys who are hardcore to soccer and they understand the premise or understand the basis for how this works, and immediately it translates. It just it doesn't for basketball, and so maybe they tweak it and it gets better. But right now, I just don't think it moves the needle. Well, because points differential is a lot easier in soccer where there's only a few goals. Like points <laughs> right. differential in basketball where you have to have like three right. separate numbers and you have to do like that type of subtraction in addition, it gets a little tricky for people like me who do not want to do math. I have an idea kind of floating around in my brain and I'm going to try to workshop it here a little bit. 
because I don't think it's to the stage where I can really deduct anything from it. But what does it say about the Lakers, the fact that they have won an in-season tournament and their Mm -hmm. only title with LeBron is in the bubble? Mm -hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? It's like both of their championships have been (laughs) a little off. Like, do we take anything away from LeBron, the fact that he's won a championship inside the bubble? Like, is that mean of me to say? No. Matt just put this in the chat. I can't steal it. Neutral site kings. The L.A. Lakers are the kings of the neutral site. Neutral site, no fans or fans. If it's a neutral site, put your money on the Lakers. I do think, I will say this, it speaks to the competitiveness of LeBron James. Because if I, I'm a competitive person, if you put something in front of me, I, I want to win it if I can. Because here's the thing. Both things can be true. That's a very important thing to say, I think, when it comes to the NBA Cup. I, I'm a competitive person. LeBron is a competitive person. I'm not on that level, obviously. But you can still want to compete for things and want to win things and also understand where they rank in the importance of things. So you can say, yeah, mm-hmm. I want to win this. Is it that big of a deal? No. But if I have a chance to win it, sure, I'll go after it. And I, I think that's probably the right place for the NBA Cup. I think so, too, because there's still something on the line. And we did see a little sprinkling of some of the best teams, although we didn't see, you know, the perennial powerhouses. It was, you know, the Lakers and the Pacers, which I do think I've said this before. It is a great spot for some of the young teams to get a Mm -hmm. little taste of what it kind of feels like to play in the postseason. It's not the same thing, but Mm -hmm. when you have no experience, some experience is better than none. So I do think it's a great experience for teams like the Pacers and the Pelicans to be thrust onto that stage, albeit a smaller stage. It's like the afternoon stage that has like the non-headliners, but still it is a good learning experience for some of these teams. I don't know what I was trying to get with that, but I don't know. There is something to to be deducted deducted from the Lakers and these like weird circumstances and winning things. I have an example for you. Maybe it'll make sense. Let's say we had a competition on this show, right? And it was, we called it the, the, the Christmas cup. That's what we'll call it. The Christmas cup. And so we took our records and we said, who's going to have the best December and who's going to win the Christmas cup. Would you want to win the Christmas cup? Sure. Be fun. Let's compete. It'll be fun. But maybe there's an award out there called the BetQL Better of the Year who has the best record overall. Would you want to win the Christmas Cup? Sure. Which one would you rather have? I would much rather have BetQL Better of the Year. I think it's kind of like that. You still want to compete. It'd be great to have. But everyone wants the overall title. Yeah, I think that's a good way to to put it. And... I don't know. I don't know what my feelings are completely on the in-season tournament, but I'm glad it happened because it did make me care a little bit more about the NBA regular season. So we've got a couple minutes here. Jenks of Mm -hmm. these games today who are not in the Mm in-season tournament. Are there any that caught your eye in the NBA tonight? I can't believe I handicapped these games. I don't know. Let me throw one out for you. Let's go Magic minus two and a half tonight against the Cavaliers. Why not? Now, the Cavaliers beat the Magic by 10 last week. That gives me a little bit of pause. But listen, when you look at 
current streaks in the NBA right now, at least against the number. The Magic, second best covering team in the NBA. They're 16 and six against the number. Maybe you get a little bit of value here on the Magic because they got beat by Cleveland, like I said last week, and the Cavaliers have won three straight. Money is coming in on Orlando. Matt in the chat says Magic minus two and a half. I might just take it on that on principle. Give me the magic in the Magic Kingdom tonight. Ooh, the Magic Kingdom. I think hey. the line that took out to me was the T-Wolves getting three and a half on the road of the Pelicans. I know the Pelicans are a much better team at home. We know they just played in the semifinals of the in-season tournament, but uh-huh. I don't know. Something about this line doesn't make a ton of sense to me. The T-Wolves are 17-4. and four. Granted, they're 7-3 yeah. and three on the road, uh, but still, I think I'll take the bait there. And also, what about the Pistons? They have lost 19 straight games. Now we have a high-paced or a fast-paced Pacers offense. Are we laying the six and a half? Do they make history you here? Have, I'm definitely not taking the Pistons in the points, if you're asking me that. No way. No way. It does feel like a good spot for the Pacers. They'll probably score a million. So, yeah, I'd be on the Pacers. <laughs> Lay the big number against the Pistons. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.